Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. It's so great to be here with you today. And I just want to thank those people that emailed me from last week's show and told me about their dream and how they're working towards it. I love getting those emails. They just make my day. So thank you to those people. It was great to interact with you and to um, hear what your dreams are. But today we're talking about recovering doormats. And I think we're all guilty of being a doormat now and, and again. But why? Why are we doormats? And um, how can we stop it? And um, what makes us do it in the first place? Is it just that we really love and respect that person or are we a people pleaser or do we have we just not learnt to put proper boundaries in place or do we think that no one's going to like it unless, um, like us unless we say yes all the time? So, um as I said, we've all been doormats at some point in our life and even I've been a doormat. Um, when I was much younger, I was a bit of a doormat, I must say, and sometimes early in a relationship I'm a bit of a doormat as well. But overcoming all of that and changing all of that, and as you know, I don't like to do shows on things that I haven't experienced myself. So, um, yes, I'm a bit of a recovering doormat as well. But what is a doormat? So a doormat, in my opinion, is someone that allows others to treat them badly or doesn't express what they need, don't stand up for themselves, they say yes all the time, they don't have proper boundaries in place, all of that sort of thing. Um, and we've met doormats and if you've ever been a doormat um, then you know exactly what I'm um, talking about so if people if you let people take you for granted or you go along with whatever they want um, then this is the show for you and um, let's look at you know how people treat us as doormats and how we can you know, set proper boundaries and have great self-esteem and um, be able to say no to people and not lose the friendship or worse still feel bad. So many people, you know, will say no, they can't do something and then they'll heartache about it for weeks or even months um, and that's not healthy. It's okay to say no. No is part of the English language. In fact, no is a word in every language. So um, it's okay to say no. And here's the thing. It's okay for people to say no to you as well. Um, sometimes people 
put boundaries up and, and they'll say, no, I'm not going to do that or whatever, and that's perfectly fine. But then when someone says no to them, they're really they're really angry about it or they're very resentful about it or they're annoyed about it. Hang on a minute. Why is it that you can say no, but when someone says no back to you, you get upset about it? And here's the thing. A boundary is a two-way street. You don't have to say yes, but neither does the other person. They don't have to say yes either. And having a boundary is not only having boundaries for yourself, but respecting other people's boundaries as well. So it's a two-way street. So here are some signs that you might be a doormat, that you're resentful, that you sacrifice your time, that you say yes all the time. And when you don't want to, when you really want to say no, you say yes. And instead of saying no, you become really resentful and sometimes really angry. Um, and I've done it. We've all done it. You know, I've said yes when I really meant no. And then I've been very resentful about it. And I've taken that resentment out on the person who I'm doing whatever for. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault I didn't have a boundary. That's my fault. And it's my fault that I didn't step up and say no. It's not their fault. So if you've got feelings of resentment when you're doing things for other people, instead of um, being resentful, just learn to say no. Just learn to put that boundary in place. Easier said than done, and we'll talk more about that later on in the show. So staying in a toxic relationship because you don't believe you deserve any better. You don't believe you deserve a respectful relationship, a loving relationship. And I'm not just talking about a one-on-one -on -one love relationship. It could be a relationship with family members or with friends. When I talk about relationships, I mean all relationships, relationships in the workplace, relationships with clients, relationships um, you know, with your significant other, with your family members and with your friends, all of them. So sometimes people stay in these toxic relationships because they're too scared to leave them. Oh, I've been friends with that person for 30 years and, you know, I don't want to end the friendship. And if I say no, I'm going to end the friendship. Newsflash, that person is not a friend. If you saying no is going to end the friendship, then that person isn't a friend. You may as well end it and be done with it, unless there's some other reason that you're staying in that relationship that is, in fact, healthy. So, if you've got all of these toxic relationships, then it's something that you need to look at within yourself. It can't be everyone else. If you've got loads of toxic relationships, toxic relationships with family members, with your significant other, with friends, with people at work, if then it's got to be within you. And Friendships don't necessarily have to end when you have healthy boundaries. Um, you can 
change a toxic relationship into a healthy relationship. Sometimes when you set up the boundaries and you start caring for yourself and looking after your own well-being and putting your well-being first, then people will often respect that. And sometimes your relationship actually becomes better or worse. You're fearing that the relationship will end, but it actually won't end. It'll become a better relationship, a healthier relationship. And it may be that your friend or your family members see these changes in you and actually cheer you on and go, oh my God, I'm so pleased that you've started looking after yourself and putting yourself first and putting up healthy boundaries. You might actually get some positive feedback around it and become closer to these people. So, you know, if you're staying in these toxic relationships because you're terrified that they'll end, um, here's another thing. There's how many billion people in this world? You can meet new friends. You can even meet a significant other um, and you can put boundaries up for your family members. So you can do all sorts of things, but don't think, oh, this relationship's going to end because I start looking after myself and I start respecting myself and I start having the confidence to put boundaries up, the confidence to say no. It may not happen. Your relationships may actually strengthen and the people may love to see you grow in this way, grow and nurture yourself in this in this way. So you might find that all these people are like, this is wonderful. We love the new you. You're fantastic. I'm so pleased you, you put all these changes in your life. This is absolutely great. So don't always think that it's going to be a negative outcome. It could well be a much more positive outcome than you expect, than you think. So another sign that you may be a doormat is being a people pleaser. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll look after your kids. I'll get your kids home from school. And you're exhausted. And it's bit the same with what I was just saying before about toxic relationships. It's not putting yourself first. It's not looking after yourself. And putting yourself first doesn't mean you are being selfish. It just means that you are taking breaks when you need to, that you are recharging when you need to, you are having holidays when you need to, or you're just spending time with your children or your family when they need you the most. So saying yes all the time isn't necessarily a good thing for either you or your family. Sometimes saying no and sort of bunkering down with, you know, your significant other and your kids is just what your family needs at that point in time. So, um, and sometimes being a people pleaser to external relationships outside your significant other and your kids can put a real strain on that relationship that, you know, your significant other and your kids need your time one-on-one -on -one exclusively from time to time. And there's nothing wrong with that. And when you don't um, give that time to your significant other. It can put a real strain on that relationship or to your kids. Sometimes, you know, your kids just need you and need 
to spend some time with you. There might not be anything going wrong in their lives. They just want to be with you. Um, they just love you. You're their mom or their dad. And they're just like, I just want to be with you and, you know, walk along the beach or go for a surf or go skiing or watch TV, watch the football, whatever it may be. They just want to spend time with you. And that's perfectly natural. And if you're saying yes to all these external people all the time because you want to please them and not pleasing the people that really count, then you'll put a strain on those relationships and those relationships may well um, suffer because of that strain. So saying no could be the best thing for the relationships that really matter, your significant other and your children. So don't always think saying yes externally is the best thing and um, often when you say yes all the time, you're draining yourself of energy and you feel resentful and that's not healthy either. So we're going to go to a break now. I'm Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network and I'll be back with you shortly. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant. <laughs> Be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. Today we're talking about being a recovering doormat, and I think we are all guilty of that from time to time. Um, some of us are guilty of being a doormat 
for, you know, years, if not decades. But it's okay. You can always change. You can always do something differently. You don't have to stay like that. That's the wonderful thing um, about us humans. We can decide, no, this isn't working for us and do something differently. So if you're wondering if you're a doormat, um, as I was saying before the break, here are some of the things that will um, indicate whether you're a doormat or not. You stay in a toxic relationship. doesn't matter whether it's a friendship, a working relationship, uh, relationships with your family or a significant other. You stay in those toxic relationships and because you you feel like that that's all you deserve. Um, this is as good as it gets and that's just simply not true. It gets way better than that and you can choose for it to be better. You can choose for it to be different. You don't have to stay there. Um, I heard someone say uh, a couple of weeks ago that they stayed in a bad relationship, a bad marriage, because they thought that they were teaching their children um, forgiveness. And, in fact, what they were teaching their children was that that's all they deserved, that's the parent that is, that's all the parent deserved, and consequently that's all the children deserve too. So they're teaching their children to stay in these toxic relationships and not to grow and not to dream that they can have a better life and eventually this woman uh, left her marriage and she has absolutely thrived um, she's an amazing woman she's written books she's done all sorts of things so um, you really can turn your life around and you can teach your children that you can turn your life around that you don't have to stay in these toxic relationships that they are unhealthy that being a doormat is unhealthy and when and your children will learn from what you do not what you say remember that old saying you know, um, kids will always follow what you do. They won't follow what you say. So if you're a people pleaser, always putting other people first before yourself, before your significant other, before your children, you know, that is just not healthy either. You should come first. You always should come first. No matter how much you love your significant other, you should always come first. And then your significant other and your children, they should, because if you're not looking after yourself, how on earth are you going to look after any everyone else around you you need to put yourself first and look after yourself and there's nothing wrong with that that's not selfish it's not being it's not being anything it's being respectful to yourself and knowing when you need to stop and recharge and there's nothing wrong with that so another indicator that you may be um, a doormat is when someone disagrees with you that you want their approval so badly that you're willing to, you know, step into their beliefs um, as, you know, as well. In fact, go against your beliefs, your own beliefs in some cases. And that's not, you know, that's just not healthy. You have your own beliefs. It doesn't matter whether other people agree with them or not. So long as they're healthy and they serve you well, that's all that they need to do. And everybody has their own set of core beliefs, everybody. And 
they all change slightly. You know, I've got my beliefs and my sister, who I'm quite close to, as you know, we've got very similar beliefs, but they are different. Some are very similar, some are completely poles apart. Um, and I just say, well, you know, my beliefs work well for me and her beliefs work well for her. So you don't have to step into other people's beliefs um, and people are a doormat because you know you get used to people treating you badly especially if it's um, a toxic relationship it becomes what you expect and you don't think that you should expect any more because you don't feel that you deserve any more than what you're being given and how you're being treated and that is simply not true and you may have you know really weak personal boundaries and not know how to say no which we've talked about earlier um, or have low self-esteem and I've talked about this in previous um, shows about having low self-esteem and it goes goes hand in hand with you know people not loving themselves so people talk about low self-esteem or you know that you need to love yourself and they're they're sort of one and the same um I think and I used to hear this all the time oh you need to love yourself you've got to love yourself first and I used to think okay well that's all very well but how do I do it I had heard heaps of coaches and authors and all sorts of people saying love yourself first for years I heard this and I used to it used to be really frustrating okay how is, was my answer step by step guide how and then finally um um I was listening to Marissa Peer who as you know trained me as a hypnotherapist and she said you know you've got to learn to love yourself first I thought oh no here we go and she said no I'll show you how I was like yay so um Here's how. This is what Marissa Pierce said to do. I did it and it absolutely changed everything. So stop berating yourself. Step-by-step -step guide to building your self-esteem and learning to love yourself courtesy of the wonderful Marissa Peer and it works I've done it it was fantastic so one stop berating yourself if you're the if you say to yourself oh my god you're such an idiot oh you're useless oh what an effing idiot you're so effing stupid you know do you get the drift all of those types of sentences you know you you put too much butter on a piece of toast and you you know for the next hour you're berating yourself over it stop stop berating yourself even if it's a really big mistake even if you've made a really big mistake it's okay you can make mistakes we are allowed to make mistakes as humans we don't have to be perfect all the time and when you do make a mistake just stop and say oh my goodness I've made a mistake Fix it where you can, apologise where you should and if it's a really big mistake, then learn from it and try not to do it again. And if it's a little mistake, just try it. Go, yep, well, whatever, it's a mistake. I put too much butter on the piece of bread, you know. I won't do that next time, but it is what it is. So move on. Don't think about it again. It doesn't matter. There isn't a person in the world who hasn't made a mistake. So if you make a mistake, 
don't berate yourself just see it for what it is it's a mistake and then the second step is praise yourself and when I was doing this I used to praise myself for everything you know I got out of bed good on you you know I had a shower yay like I took it to the absolute extreme but that's my personality when I do something I do it boots and all and I take things to the extreme and that's just who I am and you know um, I love it and dislike it about myself all at the same time but I've accepted that's who I am so praise yourself for everything for as much as you can I'd walk to work I'd praise myself I'd you know do a day's work I'd praise myself I'd do whatever and I would praise myself and I put loads and loads of praise um, into myself it felt so good I'd never done it before it felt amazing and at first it was sort of like oh don't be so stupid you know you got out of bed big deal you might have this little bounce back in your brain for a little while but your brain will accept it in the end and it will get used to it and um 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 sorry I was reading something in the chat room so your brain will get used to it you might have this little ping pong but your brain will get used to it and in the end praise will come naturally and berating yourself will be a thing of the past and you'll do something wrong and you'll just work it out and you'll make a mistake and you'll work it out you'll fix it you'll apologize and um you know and you'll move on and you won't do it again but you won't spend the next hour or days or weeks thinking about it and berating yourself about it so do that those steps it works I've done it it feels tremendous and you then just sink into saying I've just I've done the right thing I've done a good job and you just get out of the habit of braiding yourself and when you're out of the habit of braiding yourself you won't let other people break you that will become one of your boundaries so the next time you make a mistake and someone else goes oh how stupid of you you'll be like no I'm allowed to make a mistake it's okay to make a mistake so you'll have the confidence to say that because you'll have the self-esteem and the self-love to say that. And when other people do say things to you, pick them up right away, stop them right away. No, that's not okay. I'm not going to be spoken to in that way. Um, and, and just you can say it nicely. You don't have to be mean about it, but be assertive. It's okay to be assertive and say, that's not okay and I'm not going to be spoken to in that fashion and um and leave it at that the person will you know they'll stop and if they don't stop do you really want them in your life you've changed you've set a boundary you've got better self-esteem now because you've done my or Marissa appear actually you've done her two-step um um, praising so that you have so that you love yourself and that you're kind to yourself and that you put yourself first and you do the things that you need to do to 
to love yourself and recharge. You have those beautiful hot baths with a glass of champagne or red wine um, and you take care of yourself. You go for a walk with the kids or the dog or maybe just on your own, but you're starting to put those boundaries into place and don't let others, you know, tear those boundaries down. Say, no, that's my boundary. I'm not going to be spoken to badly by you or anybody else and not even myself. I've learned that now. And so that's my boundary. And people will respect it. And the closer they are to you, probably the more they'll respect it. And they'll be like, oh, my God, you know, you're really changing for the better. It's, you're, you know, it's so much nicer seeing you have these boundaries. So that's the... That's the first boundary. I'll go through some more after the break. Um, I'm Bronwyn Smith, your host. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, <laughs> and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Bronwyn Smith, your host, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about recovering doormats. And I think we've all been guilty of being a doormat at some point in our life. Um, and sometimes, you know, we have those doormat moments when we think, why on earth did I agree to that? Why on earth did I suggest that? So we all have doormat moments and they're perfectly okay. But when you're constantly a doormat, you're in a toxic relationship or you're a people pleaser or you say yes all the time, 
any of those sorts of things is really unhealthy. And if that's you and you are in a toxic relationship and you're wondering, how do I turn this around? Then you can contact me. You can email me at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com or go to bromwinsmith.com and book a discovery call and we can have a chat about how we can work together. So um, one of the um, boundaries that doormats um, have a problem with is saying no. And if you're sort of um, in my age group, you know, we weren't raised to say no or to set boundaries and limits. That was just like, you know, it was considered selfish. I remember when I first started setting boundaries for myself, you know, family members would say, how selfish of you that you're saying no and putting yourself first. Um, and we've come a long way in the last 20 years. It's now sort of accepted um, that we have boundaries, but not all families teach their kids to have boundaries or to set lim in, limits in relationships. You know, they might do things like say, you know, this is my house, including this bedroom, and I can go through it, you know, whatever, and really just um, not allowing you to have boundaries. So um, if you haven't learnt boundaries, you can learn them as an adult, and they're, fab they're fabulous, and friends and family really respect them. So. Again, you know, when you were younger, you might not have been shown how to have, you know, good, healthy um, self-esteem. Self so you let people just walk all over you. You you don't say, you know, no, this is um, not okay. Um, if you've been, um, if you had trauma or abuse as a child or, again, in a relationship, you are um, less likely to put up proper boundaries. And, you know, one of those boundaries is uh, just, you know, as I said before the break, is to not let you, uh, not let other people speak to you badly, not let other people say, oh, my God, that was so stupid of you. You know, no, it's okay to make, make a mistake. You know, it's okay. We're human. We learn from them. We move on. Don't let other people berate you. doesn't matter if it's a family member, friend, or a significant other. Say no. And when you start praising yourself and when you stop berating yourself, being berated will become unfamiliar. And so you won't want other people to do it. Praising yourself will become familiar. And so when other people praise you, you'll be more likely to say, thank you, that's very kind of you. And if you're not berating yourself, if people can't see you berating yourself, then they will be less likely to berate you as well because they can see you've got a healthy self-esteem. And part of um, setting a good boundary is saying no and it's okay to say no some people don't think it's okay to say no but here's the thing no is a word in every language it is okay to say no um, and 
equally, it's okay for people to say no to you. So boundaries are a two-way street. If you don't want people to berate you, then don't berate them. Don't tell somebody when they make a mistake how stupid they are. doesn't matter who it is. doesn't matter if it's your best friend or an acquaintance or a family member or your significant other or your kids. Don't do that. It's okay. If it's okay for you to make a mistake, it's okay for them to make a mistake too. So equally, if you're learning to say no, part of it is to accept when someone says no to you and just, you know, not get resentful and angry. How dare they say no to me? Well, you know what? They did dare and they're entitled to dare to say no to you. They are entitled to have the same boundaries that you have. And if people get upset when you say no, that's their problem, not your problem. Don't you get upset by it. Don't you say, oh, my God, I should have said yes. Oh, I'm such a dreadful person for saying no. No, you're not. You're not a dreadful person for saying no. You had your reasons to say no and whatever they are, even if it was just I don't want to, that's a reason. That's an okay reason. I don't want to do that. I don't feel like doing that. There are reasons too, and they are okay. You don't have to do everything, even if it's something you have often done for that person and you just think, you know, this week I'm really tired. Instead of doing whatever for that person, I just need that time for myself. So this week I'm going to say no. And that's okay. And if it upsets that person, well, that's their problem. It really isn't your problem. And, you know, you don't have to give big elaborate reasons why you're not going to do something. You can just say, no, you know, this week I can't do it. End of story. That's okay. Um, But equally, when someone says that to you, it needs to be okay as well. And so when you are putting up boundaries, you know, you need to respect other people's boundaries and think of other people. And as you all know, at the moment, I'm living out of Sydney, so it's an hour's drive for me to go to go to Sydney and see friends. And I was down last weekend and wanted to see one particular girlfriend. You know, we used to see each other once or twice a week. When I'm living in Sydney, we see each other once or twice a week. And now that I'm living out of Sydney until January, we're seeing each other once a month. And I was thinking, oh, I'd really like to see her on Friday night. But then I remembered she was driving home from the ski fields on Friday night. She'd be tired and after that long drive. And she would have probably made the effort to see me because we're used to seeing each other quite a lot. But I thought, no, you know, it's not good for her to make that long drive and then, you know, spend time with me. She'll be really tired. So I then said to her, why don't we see each other on Sunday when I knew she'd had a bit of a rest? Um, So it's about thinking about other people. These boundaries isn't just about you, but it's about thinking about other people, you know, thinking about your friends and saying that person's really tired. I won't ask them to mind the kids this weekend because I know they're tired and I know that they want They need to have some time out for themselves. So I'll get my mother or my mother-in-law, maybe they'll be okay with with looking after the kids for, you know, half a day or whatever it is. So think about 
other people's boundaries as well as your own and um and don't just think oh my goodness um this is my boundary because other people have boundaries as well and um and when you don't consider other people's boundaries, they are so, certainly not going to con- not going to consider yours. And when someone says no to you, just be okay with it. Go, oh, okay, then that's fine. No problem. No problem. Don't be shitty about it and don't be resentful about it. Go, okay, thanks very much. You know, no problem. Um, and equally, when you're saying no to somebody, don't give this elaborate reason why you can't do it. And don't give a naff reason either. Someone said to me once, I asked them, I was going to hospital and I said to them, would you mind looking after my kitty cats while I'm away? And they only lived, you know, a few doors up the road from me. And um, instead of just saying no, which would have been perfectly fine, they gave me this naff reason, which really irritated me. Just say no. It's okay. Just say no. You don't have to give some stupid reason. And just say no. Say no, I'm really sorry. I can't. I can't, you know, I can't do that this time for you. I'd really love to, but unfortunately I can't. End of story. Um, If you say something like, oh, no, you know, I've got to go and look after, you know, my mother's best friend's dog, then the person will then say, oh, um, well, maybe after that, can you do this or can you do that? So just be assertive and say, no, that's not okay. That's one of your boundaries. That's not okay. Someone might be asking you if you can look after their kids and maybe you don't want to look after other people's kids. You know, it's very stressful looking after other people's children. What happens if dot, 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 and that all goes through, you know, our heads. What happens if something happens to someone else's kid while they're in your care. Um, I've got this saying, you know, that I used to always say to the young kids that I looked after, they had to go back to their parents in the same, if not better condition when they arrived. And it became a joke within our family. And, um, And the kids would go home and they'd say to their parents, you know, I'm coming back to you in the same, if not better condition than when I went to Auntie Bronnie. You know, the parents would just like laugh and shake their head. Um, and um, but it is, it's a really big thing when you are looking after other people's kids. So I can understand that. And just say that to people if that's your thing. Just be honest, be honest, be assertive, be this is the situation. No, I'm not going to do that. If you want to give a reason, give an honest reason. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't like looking after other people's kids because it is, you know, um, a huge responsibility. So I'm really sorry, but that's my decision. That's fine. Um, Equally, when someone gives you a no, be respectful of it. So, um, you know, when you... Building your self-esteem, one of the ways that, you know, builds self-confidence and where you have self-respect is when you are um, setting yourself goals or I like to say dreams, when you are setting dreams or goals for yourself, whatever you want to call them, and you then achieve that, you always feel good within yourself. 
you, you know, I'm going to set a goal of or I have a dream of being whatever. And then you work towards it and you achieve it. And you you have a sense of accomplishment and you're like, yay, you know, I did that. Um, if I did that, I can do whatever. And then have another goal, another accomplishment, something else to work towards. And the more um, dreams or goals that you accomplish, the better your self-confidence, the better your self-respect will be. And you'll really start to pat yourself on the back. And they might be little to other people and then don't listen to other people because they just have to be important to you. That's all that matters is that it's important to you. And I'll talk more about this after the break. I'm Bronwyn Smith. You are, are listening or watching It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's so nice to be back with you today. Today we are talking about recovering doormats. Um, and um, before the break, I was talking about self-respect and um, before that, self-esteem and learning to have boundaries and to say no, um, which are all okay and make sure that when you have boundaries, that you are respectful of other people's boundaries as well. So just before the break, I was talking about, you know, um, having dreams, as you know, I like to call them. It starts with a dream and I talk about it all the time, having dreams and working towards them and achieving them. And that really builds your self-worth, your self-respect, your self-confidence, um, even to some extent, your self-love. And when you accomplish, accomplish them, be really proud of your achievements. Like it, it doesn't matter what they are, be proud of them. Um, you've accomplished something, you've worked towards something. Don't let other people tell you, oh, that's nothing. Oh, don't worry about that. Oh, we've all done that. Don't let just... Be proud of your achievements, of your accomplishments, and um, and don't be limited by other people's beliefs. Don't let other people say, "Oh, you can't do that." Yes, you can. If you if you think you can do it, you can do it. What do they say? 
if you can dream it, you can achieve it, you know, and just remember that other people might not want to achieve that dream or that goal and that's perfectly fine that's up to them they've got their own dreams and goals that they want to um, pursue and achieve but you've got yours and they can be completely different so um you know just go with the flow go with what um, resonates with you and if that's what you want to do then go and do it and then be proud of yourself for achieving that and as I said don't be limited by other people's beliefs the only beliefs that should matter are yours they're the only beliefs that should matter and self-improvement you know just self-improvement um, and setting boundaries learning to say no all of that um leaving a toxic relationship getting educated getting a better paying mm. job and um these are all examples of self-improvement and all things that when you achieve them you should be really proud of yourself um for doing that and you know if you've had trauma in your life then going and healing from that trauma you should be really proud of all of these things I'm really proud that you had the guts to get up and to really heal yourself and to change your life and to feel better in your skin and this is all part of self-love and self-respect and all of and setting boundaries and all of those lovely things and your true friends will be so super super proud of you and they will be your biggest cheerleader so um just do what resonates with you you know um what are your core values what what guides you what beliefs guide guide you and they're different for everybody and whatever your beliefs are for you then um, allow them to guide you. Don't allow other people to, oh, no, they're not any good. No, well, if they work for you, that's all that matters. So you just need to find your inner compass, if you like, your inner confidence and your inner beliefs and let those guide you. And if you're, you know, in a toxic relationship and you really want to get out of that toxic relationship um, or you just need some guidance in this area, then email me at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com or go to my uh, website and book a discovery call and we can have a free 15-minute chat. And I don't do everything for everyone. If I can't help you and I know somebody that can help you, I will um, um, I will then, you know, tell you who if someone else does it does that area if I don't do it I'll help you find that right person if I don't do it so these are all um, really good ways of building you know self-respect self-love your own self-esteem your self-confidence setting boundaries and just put a little um uh, toe in the water the next time someone asks you to do something and you really don't want to do it say no and see how it feels at first it's going to feel really really weird um 
if you've been in a toxic relationship and you don't even know what a good relationship is, then learn, go and learn what a good relationship is. Yeah, I'm sure you've got um, lovely relationships around you and um, have a look at those relationships and have a look at those people, see what they're doing, see what boundaries they've set up and then trust yourself to um, set up those own boundaries. And when you've been in toxic relationships, I understand that it's easier said than done than to trust yourself you you are one always wondering you know I made the wrong decision then am I making the right decision now believe that you're always making the right decision for yourself at that particular time you might look back on it and go oh, I could have made a better decision but you need to just say I made the best decision for myself at that time and that will then you'll then build the trust in yourself and um, if you've suffered trauma in a relationship or as a child it's a really good idea to get healed from that I've talked about my own experiences previously and I can tell you now from experience that you will feel a thousand times better and when you do all this um, work on yourself it will really really change your life and people think oh my god all my relationships will end my um, one you know my significant other or um, my good friends or even my family and really my experience has been usually those relationships actually get stronger um, because you know you are setting boundaries and you are no longer a doormat you are this you know it's like a flower flourishing you are absolutely flourishing and the people that love you those people around you that really love you will become your biggest cheerleaders they will pat you on the back they will be so happy um for you and they will really respect um, you your boundaries and they will love you even more and I can assure you life will just get better and better so I really hope that you have loved watching um, and listening to today's show um, as you know my book is coming out on the 8th of November uh, go to my website um, next week and you can get on the waiting list to be the first to find out about it. Um, and my um, publisher said not to tell anyone the name just yet because we don't want people going and trying to buy it earlier. It comes out on the 8th of November at... Um, about 8 a.m. UK time, 6 a.m. Canadian time and 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, and um, um, it's going to be a fantastic book. If you buy it on the 8th of November, we um, it'll be at a special price of 99 pence, which is about two Australian dollars and I think about the same Canadian dollars and a dollar to a dollar fifty uh, US dollars because the US dollar's rising. Um, it'll be a fantastic book and um, it will really help um, loads and loads of people. And um, so for your abundance, it will be 99 pence, but only for the first 24 hours, only on the 8th of November. And I highly recommend you all buy it for 99p. 
Have a wonderful week. I will see you all next week. I hope you enjoyed our um, recovering doormats, our discussion for today. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.